It's time for Confessions of a Serial Salesman. Author, expert sales trainer, and serial entrepreneur Steve Noodleberg wants to help you change your life and your business using his 27 roles for influencers and leaders. This is the Confessions of a Serial Salesman podcast with Steve Noodleberg. Here's Josh Cohen. And welcome to another edition of the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast based on the book, The 27 Rules for Influencers and Leaders. Available in hardcover, paperback, and even audio edition. It is episode 44, too many famous 44s, and not just presidentially speaking, on this election day that we tape. By the time most people will hear this, the election day will have commenced, and maybe the Civil War had commenced as well. We <laughs> don't know just yet, but it could be the end of humanity. Civilization ended a few years ago, but humanity could end as well. 44 to me means all those great running backs out of Syracuse. Yes, sir. And, and it means Reggie Jackson. The New York Yankee, a legend, obviously, and prior to that, the Oakland A's, etc. But what is 44 for you? Is it President Barack Obama? It is not. It no. is Reggie Jackson. It is Reggie Jackson? It is Reggie Jackson. Yeah. The, Me too. The, the game that he hit three home runs the World in Series the World game. Series was, yeah. you know, that was 78? As, as magic as anything I can ever remember. Something like 1978. What an effort. Think, what an right? effort. Yeah. yeah. Plus, he was the... Cool guy. I don't know. 44. I mean, I've been in many casinos where I just heard a crazy man yelling Reggie Jackson. You know, I was like in the sands in Atlantic City, 1997. Some crazy Reggie Jackson. He's just trying to roll, you know, force. And he's just yelling, <laughs> Reggie Jackson. And people are going, hooray. Right. So he's winning some people money. People get it. People get it. I guess it. it's election day. And but, today you've elected your guest to be someone special from your own personal how life. How about that? So uh, the first lady, as I call her. <laughs> your first lady. It's my first lady. First lady and of so, On the Ball. Uh, you know, she was on the show about a year ago, yep. and um, we have this great journey that we get mm-hmm. to go through all the time. It's called life. And it's fantastic. Having a great partner to, uh, to you know, share your life with is fantastic. But specific to what we try and deliver here, there's some updates and things that have happened to Michelle over the last, call it 60 or 90 days, um, that were, were relevant to what we try and teach salespeople and what we try and share. And so, uh, boom. Michelle Esposito was back, our first return guest. You're the first repeat guest. That's exactly right. I, well, I was In the the first, history. I was, I'm his first lady. Yep. I think I was the first woman on the show. That's correct. And now I'm the first Were you the first guest. woman? Was she the first woman? First woman. Yes. The first, first lady, first woman, and, and now you're the first return Turn. guest. And yeah. all apropos. Look at that. Very so apropos. so there's been changes. Fill us in, please, on, on sales. Well, so, so let me bring, let me bring yeah. up the speed. Do that. So, you know, one of the things we talk about in sales, you know, with salespeople is, um, you know, if you're in a rut, you got to change something. You, you got to make those moves. It's easy. But you're to, not getting results in life. In life. I what, mean, what? so, you know, sales and life actually parallel, and we talk about that all the time. Didn't Einstein say the definition to him of insanity was doing the same thing, expecting Over. different results? Correct. You can't, you can't you can't get the same result doing the same thing. So you did mention Einstein and me in the same breath. That Notice that. Kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. like, I like that. Carl. Same hairline. <laughs> so, similar salad on top of the dome. So you know when 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 this came about, which is what I'm going to allow Michelle to talk about. You know you have to take things into your own hands. Mm-hmm. You got to make some changes. You got to do it. So why don't you share your recent story? What's going on, Michelle? Come what's on. the re- what's the recent story? So Steve is just talking about how I switched brokerages recently and how... And you're in real estate. I'm in real estate. Residential, commercial... Mostly residential. Okay. Palm Beach, Douglas right. Elliman. 
And um, when I switched over, the momentum changed, and he saw it happening, and he said, wow, that's just really cool to sort of see it right before my eyes because it just was so fast. Now, when you say the momentum changed, what momentum are you speaking of? Uh, Your own personal success? Per- just success, clients, like stuff that, you know, buyers that I had been working with and sellers like, you know, several months ago mm-hmm. that have sort of been, you know, they've been waiting on things to happen. It seemed like when I moved, the momentum changed for me. They were ready, but they were, their momentum, it was like the timing just was perfect. So what put your change into motion? I got a text message last night from a buddy of mine who's a big shot with a record label in Nashville. And he wanted to give me a heads up. He's leaving that job. He had an opportunity to do something different within music that just is so far of a, like you're leaving this dream situation voluntarily. And I said, man, I commend all of you who voluntarily decide to leave their comfort and the routine in which they are comfortable so they can take a chance. And he says, I'm always growing. And I guess that's the only way you do it. So it was, was it your decision uh, to, to, to change or was it perpetuated by other forces? Both. It was both. both. A little bit of both. Yeah. So, you know, when you're, when you know there's something missing, when you need something and you're asking for it and you're not getting it Mm -hmm. and you're trying to do what you can on your end, but it's still also, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it it is pertaining to what they give you. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so when it's not happening, it's not happening. And so you gotta, you gotta figure out what you need to do to make it happen. So, so I'm a big fan of music as everybody knows. And it reminds me of a song called uh, the beach boy song, good vibrations. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting good vibrations every day, the universe is blocking all of the stuff from coming. So right. what, what tends to happen? And, and this is true of life. Like you said, people get stuck. They wallow in this bad pattern of not getting what they need not receiving it, not giving it, and all of a sudden it feeds Not itself. going and getting it. Right. Boom. So you want good vibrations? Jump out. Change something. Mm-hmm. Change your, your location. Change your job. Change your city. You know, um, when, when Michelle and I moved from Broward County to West Palm Beach, everybody was like, what's that about, man? You're a Broward guy. Well, you just hit it on your head. Your friend said the only way to grow mm-hmm. is to put yourself in situations that are uncomfortable. Change. You got to change and you got to, yeah, you got to yeah. step outside of that comfort. Um, I always feel bad. I've acquired some wisdom in the last couple of decades of talking to tens of thousands of people of every walk of life. And I'm reminded of this today being Election Day 2018, being on the air, Election Day 2000. And we talked about it a little bit on my radio show. I won't get into it on yours here now. But I was in a position where I could have affected the outcome of human history. Sure. Myself and another radio show host. We're made aware of this because we failed to notify people that the ballot was confusing in Palm Beach County, that you needed to make sure that you knew which line lined up with which and make sure you punched that little, they called a Chad, all the way out. And we were notified that had my teammate and I had done just simply told people once or twice because of the audience we had in the year 2000, we would have changed the course of human history. Wow. And that's a lot to have to live with. That's a big responsibility. And now and I've acquired some wisdom along the way of looking back. And what I see is people talking about Sunday scaries. People dread Monday morning. Yeah. If you dread Monday, you're not working where you should. That's a sign. You're not doing what you that's should. A sign. And Absolutely. you're not working with who you should be. So it sounds to me like you were getting the Sunday scaries and you were dreading the idea. And you said, this, there's got to be more for me. Well, well, so what's I think fantastic about the relationship that we have and and I, I, you know, usually talk to people about have somebody in your life that you could be accountable to because mm. they're watching a different movie. I watched this movie. I watched her not 
be who she was. They're she studying was, the film. Yeah, and so I'm looking at it. And I'm going, You're looking yeah. at as your football coach son would say the all 22 camera, all. so you can see all 22 on the field at once, and she's just seeing it from the running back size. And you know what? I never actually said anything. I just sort of, you know, pushed her in a way where I said, you know, I kept trying to remind her that, that you know, I do believe in the laws of attraction. You know, that you attract good mm-hmm. or you attract bad. And if you're not getting what you want and or need, it's a responsibility to do something about it. And so she organically did it after I said something every single day. No, <laughs> didn't. But, um, you you know, made a change. Tell us. No, I mean, it's like I said earlier, it's just one of those things. I took every measure I could. You know, I, I, did, I did my ask. I did my parts. I had people you know, ask on my behalf, I had a partner, whatever. Mm-hmm. So when you're, there's no sort of incentive or, you know, good vibes, as you say, I mean, it's just something's, the only thing to do is make a change. And, but don't and, we make our own luck though, Michelle? I mean, don't we make our own opportunities? Don't we make yes, our own luck? Yes. That's yeah. exactly I'm not talking about point. genetically when cancer comes knocking. No. I'm talking about all oh, the people say, oh, you're so lucky. And you go, you, don't we make our own? You have, well, to an extent, you have, you have to have the drive and you have to have, be prepared and you have to ha- educate yourself and know what decisions to make. Harder I work, the luckier I get. So, so here's Thomas what Jefferson. specifically started to happen. She makes this change. She realigns what the universe is going to throw at her. And all of a sudden, some things that she had worked on a year ago appeared. And people go, oh, wow, that's such a coincidence or that's luck. And mm-hmm. I go, bullshit, that's not luck. That's you maneuvering and doing the things that you need to do so that the universe aligns with that vibration. And so, you know, literally one thing happened, led to another, and all of a sudden she's on this thing called momentum. Mm -hmm. And momentum is a cruel mistress, man. When it's going bad, it is bad. And when it's going good, it's good. Right. It goes both ways. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I literally closed a house. I referred a buyer to an agent in Georgia. I had been working with this couple's son on a rental, mm-hmm. and I referred them to, they were moving to Georgia, referred them to an agent in Georgia. They go, oh, she calls me and says, we're closing November 1st. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Then I get a text later, it fell through, whatever. I have to find them a house by October 26th. We mm-hmm. literally closed, we found a house, closed in a week. It's called getting it done. I mean, getting it done. Like, yeah. yeah. So are you good at what you do? Yes, I think so. All right. What My makes you think so? What makes you good at what oh, you do? <laughs> Are you good at what you do? Because some people they hesitate and they pause and they look up and they think, and other people's eyes deflect and their body language tells me whether they believe in themselves or not. And you either believe in yourself or you want to. No, I your body language do. told me one of the two of those things. I want to know why. What makes you good at what you do? Because, because I, there's a million people down here that do the same line of work that you do, to various degrees of success. That's absolutely true, and I think the differentiation for me is that I genuinely care. I help them. I help them for whatever they need. It's not just a transaction to me. So while you I, authentically care, authentically care. There's that theme again, Steve. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I've watched it happen. I've met the people that she's worked with, and I, to a certain degree, like will say to her, "Well, why are you doing that for them? Like, that, that's is it above not, and beyond? That's not your responsibility. Is it over delivering? Way over. So, so the." The new selling is really helping. It, she legitimately, you know, genuinely and authentically offers herself up to mm-hmm. be part of the entire process in a way I hadn't really seen before. But, but, but we, we live in an age where we have relationships with people we've never met. 
And by that, I mean we have friends on social media. That's exactly. And when people, we know their lives. And we've had communications and conversations for years. And we know their highs and their lows and their tribulations. And we know these things that we've never met. So in an age in which Michelle's selling homes or, or getting people to buy homes, um, and she's in the position of, well, relationships matter. And if I'm in a position to show that I truly care because I do care, I think people can sense that, can't they? They can sense when you just when when you want to check oh, from them so and whether or not they actually you actually care. And I want personally, I want to do business with people that actually care. Well, I do actually care. I mean, I sometimes I even have to convince my clients. Like right now, I have one where I'm sort of acting as property manager because they don't live here. It's in a trust, and I'm like, I'm here. I live here. This is what I'm going to do She's for you. Doing stuff that she shouldn't have and, and to it's, do. And it's not that they're, you know, putting it on you because you'll do it. It's that you're willing and wanting to. I'm here. Well, because it's just as important to me. This is like, I have to sell this. This is important to me. You know, it's, n- it's not just a transaction. So so you hit on something which is so important as you usually do. You know, so there, we're in the social media world. We're in, you know, you're exposed to a lot more people. Um, Michelle genuinely lives that life where she's making friends every day. She's being nice. She has not one time ever in any of the social settings I've been with her or seen her at actually try and sell somebody anything except mm-hmm. herself, you know, and, and for us being fairly new to Palm Beach, um, we got invited to a, a, ga- a gala or gala gala. It yeah. depends where you're from. Yeah. You know what? All night long, a, people were it's, saying it's, both a, it's a gala if you want to sound fancy. Gala. And it's a gala yeah. if you're a normal person. Exactly. Gala. Yeah. Like my friend Cassandra, but really it's Cassandra. You know, that little there. Right, right, right? I, I don't know. They, they were using it. But anyway, we get invited to a really, really nice high-end event. Mm-hmm. And this was from somebody that she met that she's going to be one. She hasn't even done business with them yet. Mm-hmm. And they're inviting us into their social setting so no, my, my my me personally my flag goes up like okay what do they want from me uh, you know what? i'm always skeptical i agree everybody wants something no but, but for in me this, in this particular not this case, situation no it was no, no, no. unbelievable and so yeah. i've been watching this pattern and as a student of the sales game i'm going these people are so loyal to her they haven't even bought anything yet mm-hmm. that not only will they they want you around they're just they like it they ah, want you around bingo. so they want you so around. the number one thing mm-hmm. in any category of sales is how you make people feel she legit and these are two monster people that i'm talking about they are both well positioned uh what's the gala what's the event is it a charity event it was the habitat for humanity fire and ice scale fire and ice scale very nice it was unbelievable. I actually wore a tie. Mm-hmm. People were making fun of me. It's weird. I wore a tie. And it wasn't a funeral. I wore a tie, no socks. I did wear a tuxedo. Oh, good. good. So I, I kept to that. Mm-hmm. And it was but a bow tie, so it's a small tie. It was a bow tie. Yeah, there you it, go. It, I was very uncomfortable. When in Rome, make like the Romans. Yeah, you know what? It was her friends, and I, I didn't want to be that way out there. I understand. But, you know, but, but the point was is that I watched what happened, and there was no talk of business this was she's clearly positioned themselves in their lives and the that's the new wave of, you know selling in the new millennium is not selling at all no there was no conversation it's relationships totally where people over, just over like over. you and, yeah. and, and understand that you are seeing them for more than what it is they can do for you these people would not buy a house from anybody else Anybody they know would not buy a house from anybody else. I mean, you know, the, the referrals and all of those things that happen organically. So, you know, I felt like it was important to share because to a certain degree, I don't even think Michelle realizes how great a sales process that is 
is just be nice to everybody. <laughs> I, I have not had a bad, um, for the lack of a better word, transaction. I mean, any any of the deals I've done have gone smoothly. They're great. The people have been great. So I I can't complain about one single incidence. So other than being nice, what makes you good at what you do? Well, I educate myself and I work. I mean, it's a business. Educate yourself. Yeah. I Elaborate mean, on that, please. Well, okay. So like I just got my Florida Realtor magazine. Okay. Right? So now it's my duty. Just came in the mail? Yeah. I got to read it. Mm-hmm. Right? Market proof your business. Oh, and, and get plus... Are you ready to switch brokerages? How apropos headline- is that? <laughs> These are headlines that are on the uh, the cover of the magazine. Yeah. Okay. So 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 you do the homework. You got to. All right. You have to. She is actually overschooled, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, she she got into it and she was getting licenses can you be, and stuff. Can you? You can, know, I was being facetious a little bit, but the reality is, I burned out on. Listen, I burned out on talk radio by doing four hours a day of show prep. Yeah, I mean, she was I burned so, out. So I, I want to get this, and I want to learn this, and I want to know how to do it. And I go, well, you don't really need to know that. Well, yes, I do. And so, you know, she's fairly new to the the practice and she just overwhelmingly has licenses and going to, you know, uh, opportunities to learn. And you know what? I write about it in the book, but even me, I get away from some of the process, learn to earn. You right. know, she's well but it's also But it's also great in life when you recognize, when you know the things you don't need to know. It's a great moment you in life perfect- when you know the things you don't need to know. Right. Like, for example, uh, you know, trigonometry was great. Thank you. Never right. Don't it. need to Never know it. it. Right. Haven't touched this since. Right. There's I, a lot of things we don't need to know. In college, I took statistics. Right. I never passed. My professor gave me a C. <laughs> yeah. He gave me. He was very generous. He was very nice. Yeah. I, I have made more money and it reached more success in life by knowing the cast members of Facts of Life. That I have with anything I learned in tenth or eleventh science or science or math. You are definitely a big gigantic wealth of knowledge. I love being around you because I love. Because Kim Fields played Tootie, <laughs> and Natalie Cohn played. Uh, Lisa Welchel lives in. Dallas. Mindy Cohn played Natty. What's that? Lisa Welchel lives in. Lisa Dallas. Welchel was. Uh, she was Blair. Wow. She yep. was Blair on that show. I've made. I've made a career off of knowing that stuff. Tenth and eleventh grade math and science. No, thank you. So you can never go wrong. Right. Learning. Knowing, knowing what you need to know and knowing what you don't what you need, to, need know. to know. It's good to know what you don't need to know. Uh, it's good to know what you don't need to, to know. know what you don't need to know. That actually could be a Steveism. Actually, like, no, actually, no, it's a, a Joshism. <laughs> it's your but aha it's moment. I, I try to give you one a week. Yeah. Thank you very much. No, what I'm saying is you're isolating the variable. It's good because you don't want to waste your time and your energies and your talents on the things that are not going to be useful to the process in any way. Correct. Instead, you can focus on the things that will be. It's like, you know, a no is better, better than a maybe. Because the maybe's just bullshitting you. And they're not going to buy right, anything. That's not real. Right? right? Like we talk about all the time. So let's isolate them. So the stuff you don't need to know is the guy that's never going to buy from you. Right? And then let's work on the, the no guy. I like that. I, I, the maybe's one of your That is my aha for the Thank day. Thank you very much. It's, and that works, you know. But, you know, I, I think the other thing that is worthwhile for us to talk about is um, this accountability to each other. She's been very responsible for helping me build my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, right from the get-go, the the brand Confessions of a Serial Salesman was her calling bullshit, you know. So now it's kind really? of really, oh yeah. I mean, it's it's accountability. So, it's she so holds empower- you accountable. It's so empowering to have somebody who genuinely holds you accountable. Mm-hmm. And I think I think most people in life, certainly sales some people, don't like that. Are scared of it. Yeah, they don't They're, like that. You know, the big A word. What's the big A? Accountability. You know, accountability. And, and I had to learn to finesse it a little bit because, I, I mean, <laughs> as nice as I am, I, I didn't learn. No, you're lear- pretty blunt. 
Well, I did learn that I'm a little strong personality, a little opinionated be, or whatever. But, and you could be very yeah. blunt. And it's not for everyone. But take it from someone who's very blunt and very honest. It's not for everyone. It's not for everybody. You know, the, 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 the old uh, it was a Leonard Skinner song lyric, right, about um, uh, where he says, um, if you don't ask me no questions, I won't tell you no lies. Right. Don't ask me no, no questions, question. I won't tell you no lies. So I say, are you sure you want me to tell you? People ask me a question. These pants might make my ass look fat. You, do you want me to tell you what you want to hear? You want me to tell you the truth? And it's not for everyone. So your brand of blunt isn't for all. It took me some getting used to. I mean, I knew she was doing it with love, but still there was nobody that close that, that got that close to me to call me out. I don't think he expected me to tell him the truth, though. And, mm-hmm. and it didn't mean that I was mean about it, but I just don't think he even expected his face the change? truth. The look on his face change? Oh, yeah. 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 And do you remember that moment? It was like a, whoa, okay, this woman's keeping it real. What do you mean that moment? There's, we have those <laughs> no, no, moments every day. No, that first, that first <laughs> moment where you're like, this woman's keeping it real. Well, you know what? Um, don't she, we all need that? I mean, to be successful in business. I think don't we need someone? Because you look at the stories, the emperor's new clothes through Elvis Presley. Right. You know, and, and through Elvis Presley and the enablers. And I want to be in the circle. and I want to leave this life. And all oh, you look great. And all oh, you're the emperor's new clothes. I remind folks all the time the importance of that. And that is. <sighs> it's election day and you know we're dealing with this almost in american politics to some degree where people want to just be told what they want to be told but really what they need is to hear what they need to hear i use the example i go would you rather go to the doctor and the doctor find out you have cancer and say you know i'm not going to tell him i'm gonna let right, you know he's got okay he's got two months to live so what's the point of that just i'm not going to tell him or do you want the doctor to say listen to me you got two months to live do you want to know or no well, well, I think it takes... Do you want to hear what you want to hear? Or do you want to hear what you need to hear? <laughs> t- I ask people all the time. It takes some growing. You need to build muscles in order to accept that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I talked about in one of the trainings that I did around Halloween is that Halloween is all about wearing masks and costumes and things like that. Well, that's a very dangerous lifestyle because a lot of people wear a mask all the time. Of course And then they don't know how to take it off. Correct. I mean, and the reality is especially in this new economy, the closer to genuine and authentic you are. But Instagram teaches us all, show the world what you want them to think and believe as opposed to truly what it's you so are. It's so ridiculous. I mean, to, but it does, though. It, right. And, and, and when you look at it from a chemical standpoint, it releases dopamine every time. You I get know, a like, I get a follow, I get oh, a comment. Look at me. And it, it's performing well. My post is getting attention. Look at me. And I will tell you. It now, is, now, as I say this, Michelle is actually putting her, pointing her thumb at you like this guy over here. Well, he, it's, it's like, babe, he goes, that post is it's already at like 6,000 views. And what does that do for you? It releases dopamine. But in what way? Is it, is it personal? Affirmation? It's not professional. Look it. We're all kids. And we would all say, mom, watch this. And you go right. jump in the pool. Nobody gives a shit. I think sometimes okay, it's you just- can jump in the pool. Gravity did the rest of it. Yay! There's water underneath you. But what I'm saying is, right. we we are uh, now we are a society of hey, uh, mom, uh, watch this, and then you go jump. That's your Instagram. So I could mask it by saying, oh, we're building the brand. But Truth in, is, in all fairness, the same as me. I do get a lot of inbound from what I put out there, mm-hmm. and people say you, you know, and I think one of the reasons why and Andy Brom spoke about it was. You know, I am genuinely that. We are genuinely that. We genuinely sit at the bar. Right. When we go out, yeah. we, which is always a fun conversation around. That's why you guys, Valentine's when you, when you eat dinner, you always eat at the, eat at the bar. At the so bar. you can meet new people it's and explore new relationships. And that's why I don't sit at the bar so I don't get stuck talking to people like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> when we go to an event like we were at Friday night, it's a couple hundred people all dressed up. 
she's not worrying where I am and I'm not worrying where she is. Mm-hmm. We're going, doing our thing. You're doing And then thing. we wind up back, you know, so Correct. that there's a strength in that, yeah. that, that I, I never had in my career, never had that in my life. Cause I was always trying to chase something that wasn't so real when it's real and when it's genuine and there is a give and take, it's not all going to be good. So part and, of, to, part of today's episode is the idea of having someone in your life who is the, the accountant. They're keeping yeah. you accountable. And it, the power of that, and so the greatest athletes we know have great coaches mm-hmm. or have coaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they may not be great coaches, but, you know, there's a reason. So, you know, wh- one of the things I wanted to bring up is that, you know, she recognizes my blind spots and hear all the training and the stuff I do, I recognized her. Uh-huh. And it was almost like an epiphany, like, wow, you know, I'm watching this happen and I never want to be student teacher with each other because that's just not a comfortable place no no we pick up on stuff like you know if if he's having a conversation with somebody i'm listening and i'll pick up some little nugget from him that maybe i need teamwork yeah but we don't we don't do any specific coaching with each other yeah no and here's the final point of the day because we you know we could go on for hours talking um she has this skill set called discernment which I didn't even know what that word discernment meant. didn't even know what that meant. You hear discerning adults. You hear that on advertising, marketing, etc. which is a pretty high class word discerning. You know, that's discerning. It means discern- you can separate it with your taste. You can separate. What, what, what does it mean to you? Discerning well, like discerning is your ability, no, to differentiate, to separate. But it's a, isn't it kind of assuming that you have taste, that you're on an elite level to understand what's that in your brand and which is off brand. Interesting. Uh, partly, yeah. I mean, discernment to me, I, I just can see people. So if, if somebody's up there speaking, I can sense if they're feeling insecure at the moment or if they're feeling totally confident or if they're totally BSing somebody. Um, I could sense if, if, you know, somebody's sitting here and they feel maybe a little uncomfortable with me, then I have to know how to make them feel comfortable and change whatever habit or behavior I'm doing that's causing that. Um, I can sense if somebody's supposed to be in our life or not or you know, or maybe I don't really know yet, but we've got explored a little bit more. Do you study? Um, do you study nonverbal? Do you study body language, as they call it, like I have, like I do? I have, but it's it's just a natural gift from just a lot childhood. Of it is. A lot of it is from, for sure. I just from yeah. childhood we, I can we've sense had, things. We've a lot had of it business is. meetings together where I left the meeting going, "That's going to be awesome," and she'll go He's shake BSing. her head and go, nope. "You shouldn't be doing business with him." And I go, mm-hmm. I, what, "What?" You know, and I would get mad in the beginning like i feel so good about that what you know what are you seeing that i'm not mm-hmm. and sure enough in short order it would rear its head sure. and i would go you know she reads oh vibes God. and yeah. energy and which, you should you should touch up on that nonverbal stuff which is a gift i well, know we're here for a different book but i'll give you guys off the uh, off the air yeah. a different book for you guys, you guys will, books. You no, will I love. I can tell you could. There's little nonverbal clues, like if people are lying, they'll like touch their face a little bit. Maybe. But there's so much more is, beyond that. No, it's way useful much, in business. Way, way, way much more. All right, last question because we're running short on time. People ask me all the time, "What the hell does Steve do?" <laughs> and so, guess what? Uh, you're the accountant and you're the life partner. <laughs> I'm going to ask you. So, what, what the what does Steve do? Okay. What the hell does he do? So, one of the other questions you said, like you asked me about, what is it that sets me apart? Mm-hmm. Is what makes you good at what you do? Is this, which is what Steve does. We're connectors. Mm-hmm. He connects people. He knows everybody. He probably knows more people than, you know, that even shows on his social media. But that's what he does. He knows how to connect people. He's very strategic. He's a business development guy. If you want to meet somebody, 
you're going to get that meeting. He could also close stuff. He doesn't like to close as much stuff as he should um, because he used to could do it for sport, and that's part of what he's talking about. It'd be like you're not supposed to close this deal, but mm-hmm. um, for sport, that's yeah. nice. <laughs> he could. He could close well, that stuff for it. sport. Because I'll mean, be honest, if people ask me for two years. I'm like, I have no idea. So let me ask right now. So thank you. Now I know. Well, and he sales trains. <laughs> he comes in and he will train your kidding. sales team. I was kidding, you know. but that's a that's that's quite a way to sum it up. A connector. I um, a developer connector. We did not rehearse that. No, so that's you couldn't because I didn't no one, tell you I was going to no, ask. And nobody yet. Nobody's, nobody's really asked. It's not on that. our sheet. I got to be honest. I thought she was going to say, "I don't know." Can we just end the episode? <laughs> I don't know either. Can we cut the tape off here? Yeah, just uh, did, Steve. Why don't you tell us something good? That's what I thought you were going with. That uh, our first female, our first lady, and our first repeat guest for episode forty-four, Michelle Esposito. Thank you. You're welcome. Great to have you Thanks, once Josh. again. Always. Steve, she was about to ask you when the going got tough to tell us something good. So why don't you do just that on this Election Day 2018? Uh, it's Tuesday and I voted. Your sticker I says had, you voted. I had the right to and I did it. Yeah, I can't. And can. uh, even though... Uh, Convicted felon, I'm not allowed. <laughs> so I voted to change And they all that. voted not to change that either. <laughs> Damn it. Well, that's, people but, like you holding me back. Listen, you know what? It was like I, I, I did it today. I got up early. I, I rode over, rode my bike over to the place expecting a long line. You know what? They had it handled pretty well. So I was, I was proud to do it. And it really is a gift. And Just remember, more Americans in 2004 voted for American Idol than they did the presidency. Isn't that scary? <laughs> That's pretty Just scary. remember that. Okay. Uh, hey, want to do this for 45? Let's do 45. That's a record. Let's roll right to 50. That's what we'll do. We'll, we'll roll right through. And I get to leave with her because that something good, baby. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, you're doing all right on, for Josh. yourself. You're doing all right for yourself. Probably most people say, like, when you guys go to an event, they go, what is she doing with that guy? I'll kick they the gar- they yeah. me. They go, Noodle, you out kick my whole the life. Listen, I've heard it my whole damn life. It's fine. For Steve Noodleberg, Josh Cohen saying thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast. So long, everybody.